And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter for comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hola. He's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Roman, top of the list. JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips. Might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit. Might be just trying to help you get a nice pink young bitch. You have an opinion, let's hear it to a proper. The world may suck, but I like it. I want you. Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names. Now let's come together, there's nothing else to say. Let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the hey. Hey! What's happening? It's Randolph Terrence. Hey, I'm Andy Klein. We got a guest sitting in. Not a sock puppet. Pre-puppet. Pre-puppet. Pre-puppet, baby. Not a sock puppet. Let them know who's here. It's uh, Mr. Courtney Farrington in the house. Yes, babies. Yep, pre-puppet. Pre-puppet, not a sock puppet. One of the originals. What did I just do? What are you ladies doing? Trying to raise a daughter. Trying to raise a daughter. Trying to raise someone else's daughter right now. Yeah. <laughs> Two daughters walking Happy around. Happy to be here with you guys today. I learned, I lost, damn it, Andy, I lost the. What, the email? I lost the email. Want me to resend it? I don't know. Did you delete it? I'll send it again. What happened? Can you ladies take that to the bedroom, please? No. <laughs> she just said no. <laughs> you can let your daughter talk to you like that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it went on. To. All right, I'll send it right now. Yeah, send it back to me again. Huh? That's weird. Oh, so we got Courtney sitting with us this weekend. Uh, he's in town working at the Draft House. Yeah, yep, yep. Sleeping on my futon. Mm. <laughs> up in the uh, up in the loft. In the loft. In the attic. In the, in the lab. <laughs> it's not an up attic. It's a loft. The, sleeping in the lab. <laughs> Sleeping in the cut. <laughs> <laughs> that my wife was nice enough to make up. Nice if it had been for me, you'd have been sleeping on papers that I took out of the... Just, we had to have our... We, they replaced the AC unit. So I had to move everything that was kind of by the AC unit. I had to move it out. I like how you so were I didn't have a chance to move it all back. You weren't even going to set it up, and then you weren't even sure I was here. You was like, I don't even know if he if he even came in here. I don't know I where I didn't know is. that. They were asking me this morning. They were like, is Courtney here? And I was like, I don't know. And then Ava went upstairs, <laughs> and Ava came back down. She was like, hey, he's here. <laughs> were you asleep then? You were just out? Yeah, you didn't hear asleep. them stirring in the house? Uh, just out? <laughs> I was out. I put headphones in. That's probably why. Because she wouldn't look at you. Huh? You sleep in headphones? Sometimes. I don't yeah. know. She went over and like stuck her finger in your nose. and <laughs> 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 uh, Kicked no, you in the she face. She does that occasionally. So. Elbow right. drop. You gotta the top check and see if you're awake. Yeah, you gotta check and see if you're, you're breathing. Yes. Yeah, is, is he dead? She came down and said, Courtney's upstairs. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. I was knocked out. I didn't go straight to sleep. So then when I did finally fall asleep, I fell asleep hard yeah. listening to the smooth sounds of this R&B playlist I got. 
Oh, there you go. Oh, your little fall asleep playlist? Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot I mean, of Brian McKnight? No, 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 no. It's not a fall asleep playlist. Oh. <laughs> what is it? I, you know, it's the uh, it's the baby do you want a massage playlist. Oh, okay. It's the fall asleep next to someone playlist. Yeah. 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 But there was no one there. My, my, my playlist used to start with September on that Quincy Jones. So oh, man. September, oh, man. Start, that's what I used to start with. Yeah, it's, I used to let him know. I'm going to start with the September and let you know. Well, it, here's a, a crazy thing is uh, it's uh, it's like, like alternative R&B. It's not like Brian McKnight. It's not the yeah. traditional. It's oh, like, a, okay. like, a, like, a, like a weird emo kid who uh, yeah. let that 808 and Heartbreaks album affect them. <laughs> so now right. I'm, yeah. It's not like the other R&B. It speaks to me. It speaks to me. Yeah. And then it puts me to sleep. It talks to me. It understands me in a way that these other R and B doesn't. Yeah, this guy's like he's independent. He's out of Chicago, really Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah. never heard of him? Exactly what he's from, exactly like Rockford, Illinois. But you know, he's nice. He's good. Exactly. What I'm glad you guys all. Everybody loves Frankie Tales. So. Frankie French. Uh, we'll every time on. we talk to Frankie, there's a new celebrity she story new that story. she hints at. Yeah. Um. So we got to get her back on to hear about the time she hung out with Bjork. Yeah. I mean, who knew? She's hung out with Eminem and Bjork. How many Are people in the world? Yeah. Oh, Frankie's got see Frankie's Courtney. Got stories, man. <laughs> to the people listening, uh, before we started recording, uh, Courtney did not know we had an intro song. It's no, not long I've it's been, been out, man. I've been since, out since you well, you go to sleep in. with headphones on. You, yeah. you can't listen <laughs> to the podcast. Headphone three guys on. Oh, you can't fall asleep to the podcast. I'm back. I'm backed up on podcasts. Okay, is that what? That's it is? everybody says that. Have you noticed that? It's like homework. All my podcasts are downloaded, man. I'm backed up. That's not even downloaded. It's like I just stopped because I've been, I've been, uh, I've been reading these these books, and then <laughs> I mean these books, man. Oh, you read books? <laughs> reading these. Oh, what you read? Reading these. I, I just I read Home Going. Okay. Uh, and it, like I okay so. I started home going and yeah. then had to give it back to the person I borrowed it from. Okay. Uh, so I got to get it again and finish it. Okay. But before that, uh, I read the, whatchamacallit, um, the autobiography of Langston Hughes, which okay. was actually pretty good. And this is audiobooks or actually reading? Them? Actually reading. Them. Okay. And uh, it was funny because you start, you start to listen to the way he was living life. You're like, man, he was sit, he was all over the world. Like he was all over Europe. Yeah. All over New York, uh, he lived in Mexico with his dad. Right, and there was only like two times he had like a real meal. The whole time he was alive, like what if you mean? look up the Harlem Renaissance, yeah. like they all died from strokes. No, oh, they yeah. all died Easy. from from <laughs> from yeah. high blood pressure, heart attacks. Well, that's why busboys and poets they try to serve good food now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's too late now. They, they were they were they were the most creative people yeah. in Harlem, and they were eating like salt tack and in <laughs> <laughs> in beer. Like it, I was like, what? Is yeah, you gotta happening? live that lifestyle, man. You gotta you gotta like you know you gotta go out there and stay out all night. Uh, they didn't like thinking didn't like Zora writing. Thurston. That's why she has a. She had a stroke too. Yeah, she had a. Well, she has a restaurant across the street from the original Bus Boys and Poets in DC. Yeah. Because they were beefing, so she opened up a restaurant directly across the street from Bus Boys and Poets, and a big fuck you to him. Which I go there a lot. Her place called Eatonville. That's gone now. Well, they changed the name. Yeah. When did they open that? That was that been since I've been here. Yeah. It's, they kept the restaurant. They just changed the. They changed now. It's called Mule Bone, I think. But it's a different menu and everything. Yeah. Well, sorta. I mean, they still serve. It's yeah. <laughs> Why they do that though? Why they? I don't. That I don't know. I think I. I asked the girl. She said, "Well, we have a new chef, so 
Oh, new chef, new restaurant. But the food is still, it's still soul food. <laughs> it's still soul You're going to name this place after me, right? Yeah, and they still have the, all the pictures. It's the same motif, same right. everything. Just the name is different. It's called Mule Bone now. It's on the 14th and between U and V, I think. Yeah, Mule it's right across the street. <clears throat> it's at it's at Fourteenth and you. Yeah, right it's right the across the street from from Bus Boys and Poets. It's uh they, they talk about this about him waiting tables and uh, a famous poet coming coming in and everyone was like, oh, we have a Negro poet. <laughs> 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 Come tell him a poem and then yeah. Bus Boys and Poets. They didn't like they didn't like Zora because Zora was country. Oh, see, they don't. He don't. He don't like gossip. Yeah. He don't gossip, but he, he 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 doesn't talk about that in the book. It was like that. They didn't like Zora because why would he say that? I don't like them country, them country bumpkin. But he, I mean, he was, he was, he was, he was all about status. He was talking about how everybody else was, uh, would go to these parties and the networking, and they would tell you status. But like, there was like pages on pages of him just going off about yeah. someone's. Educational background, and you're like, I don't really, I don't care about, <laughs> I don't care about this dude. <laughs> At least you're reading. I got two books. I got two or three. I got two going in circulation right now. I got the Forty Eight Laws of Power and uh, Stephen King on writing, which is a good book. Mm. I'm reading the Forty Nine Laws of Power. So there, what's law number one? Be born white, and then <laughs> uh, I, I do suggest if you do want to read read Home Going about the slave trade on the uh, Gold Coast. Mm. It, it it is beautifully written and hard and horrible. as yeah. shit. It's horrific. Yeah, hard. <laughs> You just, like on one page you're like oh that's the most beautiful god damn <laughs> next page it's just like yeah they were stacking us up in a mud hut and the woman on top was peeing on herself and it just ran down all of our bodies and you're like uh read read about King Leopold if you get a chance man King, Re- King Leopold of Belgium read about read about that that holocaust that no one ever talks about uh, I, I, we're just he, not going to talk about the 10 million people that he killed I, I had to read a Star Wars I was like I, I need lasers and magic I can't keep reading <laughs> well that's real. why you you take a break and listen to the three guys on podcast three guys on podcast that's a comedy podcast that's what I need Frankie you know? tale. you're bringing the show down right now by the way <laughs> <laughs> someone someone tuned in to get away from that book yeah <laughs> did you just break those headphones I again? did I'm too strong What are they, are they actually broken are they broken I think this piece just opened up when I was. No, oh, well, I don't know what's going. Okay, oh, well we'll see. Courtney is strong like the Hulk. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got the guns out. He does have the guns out. It's a regular T-shirt. I know that don't mean yeah, well, not, not well. for you. <laughs> <laughs> for me, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, a it has little circular plugins. Yeah, so I just should snap right back yeah, into place. Snap together. Courtney just basically touched his headphones and, and they, they just they, broke up. They the broke pieces. apart in fear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, and broke up. That's usually how I live my life. <laughs> All right, let's see if this works. Sorry. How was your set last night, by the way? It's I didn't good. get a chance to talk to you about it. It's good. It was good. It was good. Uh that whatchamacallit? I I was playing around. I wanna I wanna I wanna try out some stuff that I haven't tried in a while, so I wanted to dust it off and see if I could punch it up real quick, see if it'd be worthy of trying to record. And it was a good time. I think those headphones are broken on the side. There's yeah. a piece that's broken yeah, off. Whatever. So as long as you can hear. Don't look at him. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at him angrily. Now I gotta go buy more headphones for the podcast. Yeah. It was uh it was good. Which they, which since we're talking about buying stuff for the podcast, come on people, tip jar. We need a we need a jet. Yeah. You doing your part? We do need a, at least a Jetta. A, yeah. <laughs> a helicopter? Y'all gonna get a helicopter? 
That I, three guys on that helicopter. Would be nice. that, that would be nice. Yeah. Can you fly one? Yeah. We got to fly a helicopter. We got to hire a pilot. And a place to park it. Yeah. All right. Helicopters are a bad idea. You <laughs> the three guys on jet ski though. Like, what's, what's the jet ski? <laughs> what's the, what's the three guys on jet ski? No, we're just, not. No, we want a jet. We want a jet. Three guys on. Yeah. That says three guys on. Wait, 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 wait. So y'all shoot down the helicopter like, nah, you got to park it. You got to get a pilot. Let's get a jet, like a bigger. Listen, if Creflo Dollar can have a jet, you shot down a helicopter. Yeah. You said that's a bad idea. You said you need a jet. Ski. Why would you go bigger with the with the jet? We started with a. Where jet. are you gonna put a jet? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a <laughs> we good worked problem. Out yet. We ain't worked it out yet. All right, so keep tipping in the tip jar so they can get that X-Men ground open. <laughs> Shit comes out. Okay. The world needs to hear the gospel we're spreading, and we right. have to take it to third world countries and the corners of the globe. The only way we can do that is if we have a jet. Yeah, but they don't have the internet in certain places. Not, uh, not our fault. So we have to take a jet. God wants us to spread this, and rather than God giving us a jet, he put it on our heart to put it on everybody else's heart to help us buy a jet. Okay, I yeah. get it. I get it. Right. And and there's a simple way to do that is to just donate money to us. Where you go? And we'll we might if we had enough money to buy a jet, we might buy one. <laughs> or we might use the money for other. We might things. use some money to buy new headphones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or take trips. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> college fund. Trying Who to raise knows? daughters over here. Money in a college fund. Mm-mm. There's two daughters over here. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Take that back to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you got a desk. What did I just say? I'm trying to. Trying to teach daughters a lesson. Then you can't talk. <laughs> and hurry up and take it back to the bedroom. Hard She's head. salty because Frankie uh, stepped all over her jokes last week. Yeah, she told jokes. Frankie stepped on the punchlines. You know when a kid at, you know when a kid tells you a joke and yeah. you know the you know the joke. You just pretend like you don't know it. Right. Not Frankie. Not Frankie. <laughs> savage. Frankie's a savage. Yeah. Frankie's, you think, you think I, hang, I, I hung out with Bajork and Eminem, and I'm not a savage. I'm a savage. <laughs> he said Bajork. Bajork. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pronounce all of it. <laughs> Bajork. Bajork. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say umlaut, too. Bajork umlaut. <laughs> Bajork. Courtney's going to have a lasagna for lunch later. Yeah. Every letter. All of them. Courtney got to see the, the first set last night at the uh, Improv. Shout yeah. out to the DC Improv. I, I walked up. To, I walked to the DC Improv yesterday, and I was just like, uh, "Man, I, I got here after they open. I don't know where Randolph's gonna be." Hey, look at that dude. He did. That's the cleanest dude on the whole street. <laughs> man got on a bow tie. And a, that, that, that man's sharp. And then I was like, oh, "That's Randolph." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> out here, sharp for the world. Bow tie. Yeah, you put the picture up, right? Yeah, Last I was night. just kind of standing around, and I didn't want to go in. Yeah, I, was doing that, I was just doing that stand around thing. We stand around up front, like oh, I'm going there this shit, looking yeah. around. <laughs> it's a nice night, looking at people. Took a, little, took a picture. That's how Courtney. Just better than everybody on the street. That's <laughs> how Courtney. Yeah, ladies, seriously, y'all can't be in here talking like this. Trying to raise daughters. You know, so that was that was pretty much all that was, and then went downstairs. So you got to see the first set. Yep. How was the second show? Not like the first one. Really? <laughs> not, like, not for me. For the late night? Yeah. Late, late night, night Friday is not good, man. That's They're always good shows. I thought the late night early was always the one where I was just like, no, that's usually, a, that's you usually a good one because that's when people are coming from work and they they want to have a good time They because they're off and they're like, okay, I'm going out after work and then I'm going to go home. That's the Ida show. That's the, that's I'm the eating dinner show. at the show. That's and the second then, show for Okay, me. that is. The yeah, second yeah, show yeah, is yeah. the one it's like, late. now you're tired. You worked all day. You probably went to go get something to eat before you're trying yeah. to eat now. And you're drinking? You got a couple beers in you. Shut down. Long week. And they were young, too. 
which is not a big deal to me. I mean, you get you don't get itis and you're young at the no, same. No, no. I mean, they were a young audience. Oh, okay. For me, it's not really a big deal. I can see how it could be big for other comics, but it's not. It's not really for me. I don't. They weren't young enough to make me be like, "Oh fuck you, young motherfucker." They, I can't talk about having kids. They weren't young. They weren't that young. But it features younger. He he did better. Who was uh who Adam Ferrara? No no no. Who's the feature? I know who. That uh, his name is De- Devin. I think. You gotta get it right. You're bringing him up on stage tonight. Yeah, Devin Siebold. <laughs> Yeah, give it up for this next comic. I've uh, like five names now. De- Dev, uh, give it up for uh, you know what? Come on out here, guy. Oh, kicking, kicking daughters out now. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't stay quiet. It's quiet for kids. They're being quiet for kids. Yeah, for kids, yeah, they're kids. They're playing. They're, they're not being quiet for sitting yeah, six feet cussing. from a podcast. Yeah, we're gonna start cussing in a bit. Yeah, so. fucking. <laughs> fucking Devin. Is that other girl around allowed to hear curse words? Yeah. The friend. <laughs> Go get your fucking mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a question for. <laughs> hey, bitch. Now, he's a uh, he's a good comic, and like that's pretty much why I'm there. I, that, uh, they couldn't find MC and Antoine asked me to come in. And, hey, man, you want to come down? Yeah, mm, come on, I'm, I'm gonna come hang out. I yeah. got you. Yeah, some free booze. Yeah. Hey, speaking of yeah. comedy, I'm recording my comedy CD December first, second, and third at the Green Room at the Arlington Cinnamon Draft House. The first, which is Thursday, is an eight o'clock show. Friday and Saturday, both 8.30. Mm-hmm. Second and third. So uh, five all, bucks. You got all locked down. Yeah, I don't it think it's on the website yet. It might be by the time this goes up, maybe it'll be on the site. Um, but yeah, everything's good to go. Uh, I don't know who's going to open yet. I think, you know, Milner was lobbying. Milner's been lobbying. So was Frankie at one point. Uh, Haywood, I think I brought up to him once. He's a, he's a good voice to have introducing you. Since there's no more album. Herbie Gill around. <laughs> yeah, Herbie's not. Well, he'd probably come down and do it if I wanted him to. Yeah. Wow. Uh, where is where in the world is Herbie Gill? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It's like looking for Karma San Diego, right? Yeah, he's in <laughs> some he's in small, some small town entertaining nine, nine locals nine <laughs> for one hundred and twenty five dollars on the road. Yeah, <laughs> and some chicken tenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exhausting. That is exhausting. Hey, you hungry? You want some potato skins? Yeah, <laughs> Courtney was saying he sees them. The I see Herbie Becca's occasionally. Doing well, but Herbie tries to go on the road. I told Herbie. Stay in the city. Stop that road stuff. You got to take it on the chin. John Conroy said the same thing. Yeah. David Tell told me the same thing. He was like, you can't keep running. You got to yeah. stay here what and take it. <laughs> you know, you got to just take those shots on the take those shots on the face. And no, I know it hurts your spirit, but you got to you got to battle through that, man. Come on, Rocky. <laughs> it should, it's, so, it's so crazy because when you move to New York, everyone puts the hand on your shoulder, yeah. looks you deep in your eyes, <laughs> and then gives you some shit you weren't even expecting. It was just like, oh man, I'm good. It's good to see you. I'm glad you moved here. Then all of a sudden, it's just like dun dun dun. Hey, listen, <laughs> you gonna get sadder than you've ever been in your life. You just gotta take just, it. it. Look, it gets better. It gets better. It make, gets make yourself better. some playlists. It's getters. It gets better speech for yeah. comics when you uh, ride home on a subway late on a 20 degree there was many times man i was like listen i can leave my house at nine o'clock it's 20 degrees outside or i can stay in bed with my wife what am i gonna do yeah, big big well, shout out to andy's waiting for me on the train i guess i gotta right. go <laughs> well and then at some point once you've been there for a couple years uh you want i have another pair of headphones if you want according to headphones are just falling it's fine and once you've been there for a couple years you wind up talking to comics where you're like hey uh i heard this gets better like, it hasn't yet, but you. Yeah, you, it hasn't still yet, waiting. but I've seen the light. I've heard. I've. I've. I'm a, I understand this is supposed to get better now. You just gotta take it, man. I told him. 
yeah. I'm, I'm going to go on the road. And I said, don't do that. <laughs> uh, well, I have some road work already been, but once, once that runs out, I'm not going to get any more. I'm like, no, you're not. He, he, he'll be fine. It, it, it's just that a, he doesn't have... Hold on. These headphones have a short cord. I don't know if they'll reach. You might have he, to move your seat. He doesn't have income. I don't think. I told him to get a job. <laughs> I told him to get a job. We're very disorganized today. I've been, I've been in this. I've been where he's at. You know, I say, man, get a job. Okay, we back. I'm gonna try not to break these. So yeah, don't jo- break because I don't have any other ones. Get a job and uh, you know, stay in the city. Eli, Eli Sayers, funny comic. Yeah, uh, DC guy. Yeah, put his hand on on my shoulder when I like, like probably a month in. Yeah, and it hadn't hit me yet. I still had the that joy of that Wide-eyed. electricity flowing through me, <laughs> yeah. hitting Mad Mike's a night like, yeah, it sucks, but it's gonna be like this. This is as worse as it gets, right? <laughs> and then he put his hand on my shoulder and was like, "Bruh, <laughs> it's a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> you are still in the grace period. This ain't even bad." And then it hit me like a couple of months later, and I was like, "I'm gonna I'm move. <laughs> I'm going home." Why am I here anyway? Yeah, it's a leg. It's a lot worse. Uh, a lot worse. You start having that crisis because I got. A day job that's decent, and then I'm just like, maybe I'm gonna just do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe this me now. <laughs> My coworkers are all happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they not. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. I talked to a dude, and he was just like, uh, I was, and I, I asked him, and I make fun of them sometimes. And I'm just like, what would you do if you weren't doing this? And he's like, I'm really good at. Uh, building things and shaping things out of wood he was just like uh my family builds cabinets and all you these mean other like a carpenter uh-huh. that you could be doing carpentry work but he was just like i people specifically specifically that. he was like he wants to like build cabinets and stuff like custom yeah. design i got four cousins that do that and three of them drive cadillacs it, but he was just like it's not it's not realistic for where he is right now to do it and i was like that is, if that's your dream, no. Did you start singing Piano Man to him? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in this place? Yeah, I, I was just like, man, if that's not if that's what you want to if that's what it's, you want to do, that's not a. <sighs> if that's what you want, that's not even a pipe dream. That's a real job. Not you know that's not like you're trying to break into show business. That's carpentry work. Mm-mm. People do that. Mm-mm. I want to work with my hands. Yeah, I mean he's he like, well, I, build, the, the, I build the, cabinets. Really, like, like. Like the, the longevity, job cabinet builder, the, but the, but the <laughs> like, longevity and the money that he gets now. Is yeah, not, see, and that's the thing is like, why didn't he start doing that from the get go? Right, he could have been uh, making the same amount of money by now. It's one of those things where nobody tells you your options. Everyone yeah. tells you you could be anything, but no one gives no you the options of what, what it should the, be. With anything that you like, can if do. people should be like, you can do anything you want to do. Just make sure you're happy doing, doing that, that, thing. that thing. Yeah, like it's it's always this this underlying tone of do what you want, be what you want, as long as it's uh safe. No, no, <laughs> as long as long as it gets food on the table and right. it does this and it does that, and you're like, yeah, that's All safe. Right, well, that's yeah, safety. I don't. Yeah, safe. Yeah, safe. That's why show business in a black family. Come on, no, son. no. That's <laughs> Unless not even. the family's in it. <laughs> Unless right. somebody in the family is in it, or you have weird, un- unworldly talent, <laughs> you know. It's all about status. That has now. been my, But other than that, it's it's not so much status; it's safety. For black people, it's safety. Got to be safe, man. Get that, get that good, get that good job. Got that good, at, at the got price, that good job. at the price of what? Happiness? No, yeah. Comfort of comfort. I, I'm on this uh, weird. I'm on this weird thing. Like you do, you give, you give your good years to a job that mm-hmm. you hate mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. to have these to be safe. Um, that yeah. It's a, you got okay. I got, I got I got house. I got a little house. I got a little yeah. house and a little car. So I'm good, right? <laughs> all of that. All also all of that. Tra- all of that 
transfers into the house and the car. It's not. I don't look at it as status as much as I look at it as uh, transfers into. You own a house, you own a car, you have a good credit rating, you're a real person. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, but it's the, that's, you, the, that's you, the dream. You that's have the, a place in society. That's I the, guess that is status. Yeah, I mean, it is. I guess, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's that dream of, okay, the white picket fence, the house, the right. car, the family, you, comfort. You, it, yeah, and it, yeah, it's, it's that, but it's that's also not, security. But that's not, your com- that's not your comfort. That was given to you as what yeah. comfort's supposed to be. And you're right. like, all right, well, I did everything that was on that list that they gave me. Yeah, so now Now this is happiness. Yeah. And then it's like, no. Well, then you got... Midlife crisis. Right. That's where you it know. comes from. Yeah. And then you're sitting in your van crying every day before you go to work. Like, That's no. where it comes from. <laughs> you're, or, you're, sitting in your, uh, you're sitting in your Corvette. Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. pay for this car. Yeah, that's where, that's like Tony Schofield used to do that great joke where you come you home. You got to get on mic. You're every, on mic. Tony Schofield used to do this great joke where every man who comes home, um, Rock does a similar joke too. Say men never come home straight home from work. Got to go somewhere. Got to smoke something. Got to drink something. Just yeah. put the mic Schof- here. Schofield is. I'll just hold it. Yeah, because it's, it's it's like fading it's up. messing with Every you. I know. You turn your head. It's messing with because I'm, look, right I'm looking at because Courtney's, Courtney's next to me now. I have to turn my head yeah. instead of just looking across at him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Schofield was like, well, you, you, your man comes home, they never get out of the car right away. They just look in the, they just look through the window, and then the kids see him. My nigga see the kids dosing. Daddy's outside. So go work in the house. Yeah, stop <laughs> stitching on me. Go work in the house. This is that's the thing. And then you get you get your body back after they're done with it. Like you're sixty yeah. something years old, and it's just yeah. like, and now, I, you got well, nothing. now the world's yours. Here, hey, yeah. look, here's a little bit of money. Appreciate you. Here's the world. Now the world's yours. Yeah. Go see the world. And it's just like, bro, I don't have kneecaps no more. Like yeah. I, I got arthritis. <laughs> in every joint i'm not getting on a pressurized plane that's i'm gonna just sit in my house some people okay, cool some people love you come here for a second not you girl go upstairs <laughs> yeah no i've never called you lovey have i ever called you lovey <laughs> and never will lovey love isn't that what thurston Howell called his wife yeah on gilligan's island Love, Amy. Did he ever, did we, what was her actual name on Gilligan's Island? I don't even remember. I don't think he ever said. Is this girl that's not listening to me? I don't know. Did you see, see what I get in my own home? <laughs> Colin, come here. I called you like four times. I said, Lobby, nothing. <laughs> Love, nothing. Amy walked right by. Like, what the? Did your, I talked to your dad one time. He had always wanted to get that PhD in British literature, right? Was that the thing he always wanted to do? Because he always wanted to be a teacher. Well, obviously, because it's a long, it's a long process. But, but he'd always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. See. Okay. So now transfer to my father. There's a di- yeah. There's a difference. Okay. Now look. Wait. But look, look, look at the. But listen to this though. My father always wanted to be a teacher too, and he was sort of in the military because he's a military police instructor. But by the time he, he, my father has, now her dad has a, a PhD. My father has a PhD in British literature. He's also dean of, dean, he was dean of the University of Texas up until he retired. Um, my father's two master's degrees, wanted to teach. But this was after he gets out of the military, after he got, can't now. start over. Yeah. Can't now. You can't have an entry-level salary. Cannot. Right. So somebody could have, so, and I mean, cannot. that's what, that cabinet, work, cabinet making, he's making six figures now, right. and he's yeah, halfway to retirement. Had, so to go to work, had to go to work for the state. Right. So my dad went to work. That's how my dad no, has a family. Parts, yeah. That's how my dad is working to pardon paroles. Ends up running pardon paroles for South Texas because of his degrees and stuff like that. 
He's two degrees criminal psychology and criminal justice. So he's part of the system that locks right. away. <laughs> My dad worked in sex crimes. He has no problem locking oh. anybody up. Well, that's different. <laughs> no problem locking anybody up. That was all his parolees. And pardons <laughs> and paroles. And he's just sex sitting with crime. his foot on the desk like, <laughs> up and like nope. No pardons and paroles. <laughs> that's all he dealt well, with. I'm la- he I'm, has I'm no gone. problem locking He spends 10 up. minutes at work. <laughs> uh, no one's getting out. See you guys no later. No problem. You know, and that was how the job that was how the job went. But the the point of that was, you know, Amy's father, all the way going through school, knew he wanted to be a teacher, knew he wanted to be a teacher, so he became a teacher. Even though I've talked to my father in law about this, like his grand their business was a um they call it a, a barbecue stand. Mm-hmm. It was a restaurant. <laughs> call it a stand. A little you know, you go in during little the day. Shack. A little yeah, a little restaurant shack. Yeah, it was like called it, but it was enough that the whole family worked there. She worked there in the summers at like thirteen. <laughs> you know. Ooh, child labor laws. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you my kid. <laughs> Shit don't apply to you. Who you gonna tell? Shit don't apply to you. Who you gonna tell? Cash register in the summers, you know. He broke away from that. His brothers stayed in work, but he Security. broke away. Right. He yeah. broke away from that. See, and, and that's, didn't that, you work that at was, the didn't you work at the barbecue sh- shack in the summers? Yeah, you had to. Yeah, so she see. I've talked to him about that. He was supposed to work there. That was supposed to be what he he left. Yeah, they have five kids. He's the only one. Of, he was like four, and he was like, "I'm done. I ain't doing this shit." And he broke away and went to college. His brother stayed. My father didn't have those options. My father. Well, you know what? I take that back. My father did break away because he joined the military. Uh, I because think he joined the military at 19, was like, I'm gonna fuck out of here. My, my That's how they sell the military. Like, and do you need worked. to get the hell out of someplace. Yeah, and it worked in his case. Although Join he us. went to my father went to combat. Yeah. Well, that was during the war. They don't really sell you too much in the combat. They can't. No. So they're gonna say, I don't. I don't really <laughs> yeah. want to fight. You mean you mean you mean you? But her well, dad, like the Navy her was dad like, didn't see have the world. to go because her dad was in was in college. My dad would either. My dad probably got drafted anyway because he wasn't going to college. But he. Uh, he was a career military man. My dad was 25. He was a career military man. So so he volunteered so he could control his destiny a little bit in the military? Yeah. Because if you get drafted, you don't really have much choice have in nothing. anything. You yeah. got no, no options or yeah. anything. You take, what you, take, you take what you get. Even then, as a black guy going in at the time my dad went, this was in the early 60s, you didn't have a lot of options. Yeah. You can be, a, you can be security police. Right. You can be a cook yeah. or a cook. Yeah, my dad was like, I'm going to have a gun in my hand, if anything. Cook or a cop. <laughs> Is there an MOS where you make cabinets? <laughs> can I make cabinets for the army? So Someone's we got to make the cabinets. When we went to that family reunion. I want to transfer this skill when I can <laughs> When we went to that family reunion, it was it's depressing because he, he's the only one that made it away. Cause he, no, he's not. I take that back. He's the only one of his generation to make it away. The second generation... A couple of them have cut the cabinet makers are doing great. Well, that's what yeah. the first generation that's my was cousin, for. My cousin Roz's kids, they're doing great. She has five boys. Four of them make cabinets. One is a career Marine. And he is he's not getting out. He's like a gunner. He's going to do now. the 20 Yeah, 20 he's plus. at like 19. And he's okay. not getting out. He's probably going to do 20 plus. Yeah. He went in like three years before. He went in because my dad went into the service. And he was like, I'm going to do that. So. Uh, yeah, small brain core would probably passed. Yeah, <laughs> so he's he's been in, and he has a bunch of kids with his Spanish wife, you know, and his brothers. And he's probably got the best cabinets. Yeah, well, his brothers. His own brothers <laughs> do cabinets. His brothers. Hey, man, your cabinets are lit. <laughs> yeah, cabinets how come you? every year you get new cabinets? cabinets? <laughs> Who can afford that? I got to hook up. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. It's depressing, you know, but like her, <laughs> her father was able to get away, and his way was academia. 
you know, the point there being is that my I dad didn't get, my dad didn't, didn't get to do the to do the uh, thing he wanted to. He never got to be the teacher. Never got to do any of that. Yeah, because people tell you get security. My dad chose security. Worked out. I'm here. Yeah, he's <laughs> and he's not unhappy. No, he's not unhappy. But there are a lot of times I mean, when, he's like, when he's like motherfucker. You no know, one talks was, about the person who he walks past. He walks past a chalkboard like ah. Oh, yeah. Mm, <laughs> doing what, lesson plans. What are those there. leather elbow pads? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, no one talks about the person who took the risk and uh, pulled up from forty and came short. Go ahead, go ahead, Mister. Right, jump you shot. don't hear that yeah. story there. No, that yeah, because yeah. no one wants you to hear that story. Yeah, because no one wants. It's you to much more you. common too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, that's like Jane Lynch's book, where it's just like, "Hey, man, no, this almost ain't happened. This almost, yeah. this was luck, and I was in the right place at the right time." David Allen Greer's perfect example. When we talked to him. He was like, <laughs> came right out of college, got his first Broadway role three weeks before he graduated. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Said, well, you, you hear know, a lot of those I said, stories. You never had a child where you had to work, wait till something like that? And you're like, no, no. I got lucky. Got lucky. <laughs> just got, and he knows. He's like, I just got lucky. You hear those stories too where people are like, I was this close to quitting. And then the yeah. phone rang. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and, and a lot of people, the phone didn't ring. Yeah. I'm going to say, where's yeah. your person where it's like, I was this close to quitting. And I quit. And I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just silently <laughs> fell into the abyss. <laughs> I, work, I work here now. I didn't scream or nothing. Right. I just, I, I work I here just now. stepped off like a lemming. <laughs> Like you see that person come to the, it's always a person like these small towns you do and they come up and they got like, like cargo shorts on and and a shirt that's way too big. And it's like, I used to do comedy and you're like, oh, you You are the story. You are the story of the phone not ringing and me walking away from this. Did you? It's that open mic. Man, I did comedy like 16 years ago. Then I stopped. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You clearly, here's the thing, though. It clearly bothers you because you're still talking about it 16 years later. Of course it does. (laughs) But then you can romanticize it because whether you stopped or did it all 16 years, you might still be the guy sitting there in cargo shorts. Like, oh, either either path led me to nowhere in comedy. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like it's just like every comic who started comedy and then stopped comedy and then lived a regular life they all look the same they all got the same body style they got the same wardrobe they all look the same to me like it like you like you could just walk up to a dude you used to do comedy didn't you how'd you know that I, I did. a little bit i did yeah you're actively using your cargo shorts like you, you got the pockets full you i don't know what's in those pockets oh man i got a bus transfer you know what they still have their they still have their little notebook yeah yeah there is comedy notebook and a small, and yeah. a small yeah. golf pencil, small pen, yeah, just in case you know some ideas. Just in case an idea, my boy. I've been writing a little more. Been writing a little more. Right. Either, you see that that on you on the spectrum, one of the two. I'm sorry. Keep, keep it up on the stage. I might, you know. You guys want to hear this? We got two emails. Yeah, this week. Well, let's at least hear one. This email is um, it. It might get long. It's from Arlene. The email is entitled Sally Hemmings. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Hello, 3GO. So I'm running an errand at lunchtime from work, and of course, as I do, I'm listening to the latest podcast of 3GO. Frankie French is telling the story of her daughter's history teacher being an oh-so-not-helpful teacher. Not at all. But the story started with the winners of history and who gets to who gets written into history. Somehow you all get on to black women in history. It's all in jest. Hence, all caps, hence, <laughs> just go the, with me here. Very good. That's good. Good callback. I like I that. I can hear the wheels turning in your heads if you guys trying to think of names to rattle off. Frankie goes with Oprah. My eyebrow <laughs> raises, but I'm like, okay, whatever. 
Randolph comes correct with Madam C.J. Walker, but I'm thinking it's cosmetology. First black millionaire. The white man's devil got me thinking that ain't important. (laughs) (laughs) And then here comes Andy with Sally Hemings. First, my reaction is silence. Then not a millisecond later, I bust out laughing, and I think of all the people in the world of history. This is who he comes up with. Well, that was the funniest reference. It's the funny one. It got you to laugh. I could have said Nicki Minaj (laughs) if you want to go with a modern, like, silly reference. Sally Sally Hemings is, is, uh, that was the funny thing. Like, this is in there. Anyway, oh, am I explaining jokes? Uh, I bust out laughing, and I think of all the people in the world. Uh, this is who he comes up with. Harriet Tubman did come up for a second before y'all went off to other topics. Andy, I think... Harriet Tubman is the is the obvious. We don't like yeah. to do the obvious. Comedians yeah. don't do that. We well, the joke was the, they uh, don't talk about any black women, so who, who do they wind up talking about? Yeah. Andy, They're talking I think about Harriet Tubman. So. may have had that one, too. Andy, you just ain't right. Thank you. I say, <laughs> and I mean this with much love and respect. So here I am writing you guys when I get back to work, because why not? Um, and by the way... Uh, of course why but not. But the length of the rest of this email, you never got back to work. <laughs> uh, I know you got the Google and don't need my help, but nonetheless, it just feels right to pass it along. Y'all keep it facts. cool and keep me laughing. Smiley face, wink emoji, uh, hands on my face, mouth open, wide emoji. She wrote these out. LOL, smiley face emoji, hashtag slay. I respect Swag. anyone who spells out their emojis. Yeah. Swag. Now, here is, she gave a list of oh, she historical some black women. Run some names. This is going to be like the roll call. The yeah. We Love Radio Roll Call and do the right thing. Okay, hold on. Read some names and we'll okay, see if name, we know. I will say name something and let's see. This yeah, is Black History Test. Okay, because she did, after it's their name, she gave like what they're all about. This is good for you and I. Yeah. All right, let me see this one. Okay. Um, actually, I don't know if it's all women. You know, but I think bring, should we bring my wife into this? <laughs> <laughs> did you take that Did you take that, that Black History Test on uh, Facebook where it was like 96% of people fail this? No, I didn't take it's that. It's so easy. Hey, I probably, Love, are you doing anything? I think it's all yeah. This is all women. All right, let's um, let's let's get who's the first one. Um, well, this first one, it, you know how like at the SATs you get an automatic two hundred points for signing your name. Yeah, yeah this is the this first is, one is uh, Michelle Obama. She oh, lobbed wow. she lobbed us the oop. Yeah, that's a that's a who you guys know who that is? That's a fastball right down the center. I know that's, she got that dunk. Grooved us a fastball. She got that dunk. First lady of the United States. <laughs> we got uh, that one. The next one, Willie B. Barrow. Willoughby or Willie B. It says Willie B. Oh, Willie B. Willie, Willie B. B wasn't a, Willie B. wasn't a baseball player in the Negro Leagues? Uh, that might have been a different Willie B. <laughs> no? I bet there were a few Willie B's in the Negro Leagues. Had, they, had, had the highest on-base percentage? Uh, Willie B. Barrow. <laughs> For 1943? <laughs> <laughs> what, that's not him? Uh, no, no not uh, this one. <laughs> Willie B. Barrow, minister, civil rights activist. Ooh, I should know that one. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. Willie Batrice Barrow was a... <laughs> he's Googling. Oh, he's, he's, Googling. he's cheating she over was there. A co- no, I, I she's mean, still after, after you give it to me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Is it, uh, so that's, she was great. a co-founder of Operation Push, which was named Operation Breadbasket at yeah, the same time the creation Jesse alongside Jackson. Reverend well, Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Well, we know Jesse Jackson. See how the male well, she, patriarchy. She died, she died last year. See the patriarchy. Okay. They keep they keep this away from us. They uh, think Jesse Jackson is. How to Get Married and Stay Married, uh, a book by Steve Harvey. Willie oh. Beatrice Barrow. So everyone check that out. Okay. Will it be? Um, these are, and these are, she batted 225 so far. <laughs> she did hit 225, yeah. Um, rangy in, in the field. Very rangy. This is uh, also these two, Michelle Obama, Willie Barrow, more modern. In history, when I was in school, in high school, we never got past World War II. We ran out of school. We ran out of time in the school year. We never got. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. So there was a class you could take as an elective called post-World War II history for like <laughs> And everyone was like, nah. Yeah, like whatever, Vietnam. <laughs> nah. Um, but we never would have gotten to them anyway in, if they were taught in history. 
Number three, Daisy Bates. Who's Daisy Bates? I have no idea. Courtney looked at me. You know, right? No. Daisy, Daisy Bates. Lee, Daisy Lee oh, Gadsden Bates was an American civil rights activist, publisher, journalist, and lecturer who played a leading role in the Little Rock integration crisis of 1957. That's a good one. That's a great one. She books The Shadow of Little Rock, a memoir passing of the aborigines the native tribes of western australia oh i'm, a, I'm pick up these books book. yeah. pick up these books okay. read about these people um so other than michelle obama oh for two so far we're over yeah okay. we're, we're getting crushed i, I mean my google my google right now my google <laughs> search list yeah. is deep but i knew i knew that willie be better 225 you know they push you know they pushing three guys on podcast back real far yeah, right I now <laughs> now i gotta pick up these books <laughs> yeah um the next one Mary McLeod Bethune. Oh, everyone knows that Mary one. McLeod I do Bethune. know. Mary McLeod. Oh well, Bethune. who is she then? Uh, Mary. No, you don't, don't, don't look at your name. phone. I know the name. Well, there's. A, I can uh, tell you because the name is the name that gets me. It's the McLeod. Mary. The reason McLeod why I remember Bethune. McLeod is because of the Highlander. So that name always sticks with me. Mary McLeod Bethune. Mary okay. McLeod. Uh, she's that's. I can tell you what Arlene said. What did Arlene say? Educator, racial justice activist. Here in D.C. New There's Deal government official. Is she from D.C.? Doesn't say. New Deal government official. Pull that up and see. New Deal meaning. If she's a, that's definitely Franklin, Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal. Ooh, she looks mean. <laughs> she <laughs> no. looks mean as hell. Mean Mary McLeod. B- Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, she's your private school. Listen, school. I like that name. She's a, a philanthropist, pundit. Humanitarian, dude. We're over for. They teach you Mary McAlpathoon, and they do. In, That's what I'm in saying. School. You get this, taught, see, this is, but it's part. Of, I thought it was part of DCS. I don't know why. This. Well, you went to school in DC, though. More of a black bent. Yeah, I remember. I went to school. In te- I went to school in Texas. We so are we with Mary McLeod Bethune? <laughs> is that does that count as a a, a, a win? You guys knew that one. A no, little no, bit? no, I know no, the no, name. No, 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 Over no, three. No, no. So you Over can't. Three. We can get half credit for Mary McLeod Bethune. There's a couple the, on this I list you're gonna get. I knew the name. Over three, other than Michelle Obama. Yeah. I think we get a half for Mary McLeod. Bethune. Okay. So other than the one where you get points for signing your name, so far not yeah. too great. Um, although I mean, you know, Arlene is. Uh, you know, she's she's maybe giving us obscure. I think ones she picked some obscure shit. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't know. She might have just. Next one, Marita Bonner. No. And a name like Marita would stick with me all day. We have uh, as writer, writer slash educator. Uh, here it oh, is. Educators. Marina Bonner, also known as Marie, oh. Marita. M-A-R-I-T-A. Bonner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but she, it's spelled differently on here. Also known as Marita it's Bonner. spelled as Mar- Marietta. That's the okay. second spelling. She's uh, a playwright. S-A-S, Harlem playwright, Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, Courtney, you were she, just reading about the Harlem Renaissance. He, uh, he, wasn't, he didn't know her? wasn't checking for her. Well, if, he yeah. did, if Legs and Hughes didn't know her, how are we supposed to know her? <laughs> Like he might have brought he might have brought her up, but he yeah. wasn't he wasn't dropping jewels about like he like the Zora Neale Hurstons and everything. Yeah, because you were just reading about. Maybe it. just finished the book. You just maybe they had the beef. Maybe, maybe he cut. It's her out possible of his book. he beefs with people. Yeah, so it's possible. Oh fuck, Marita! I'm not putting her in my book. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one. So so far we're basically one in five. It's one in five. Well, it's either zero and four or point five. Point five. I'm gonna go zero and four. I don't do. Let's do zero and four. Don't have points. I still think we should get partial credit. Okay, no half step. Um, next one, Gwendolyn Brooks. Uh, Gwendolyn Brooks was. I got a couple credits for her here too. What are her credits? You don't know her then? Is this? I know the name Gwendolyn Brooks. I I want to say she was a. Let me. I don't want to guess, but was she a dancer? No. No. Gwendolyn Brooks. 
Gwendolyn Brooks uh, was an American poet, poet, author, and teacher. She was the recipient of many awards for her work and influence, including the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry, 1950, making her the first black woman oh my God. to win the That's Pulitzer a major Prize. Okay, you need to knock us. We get two X's for that one. <laughs> and she's the first black woman. How is that possible that no one's teaching us this? <laughs> we get right. two. Oh, it's easy. But you can't knock That's it. Whole... You can't knock it when it's just like, okay, hey, what I need you to do in your free time is just study every. This is just the women. This is just the women. On your own, fa- every famous. If you could do it on your own, I, pre- I would really appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate because I'm yeah. not gonna teach you. She, I mean, because it's your, it's your culture, her. and you got to teach yourself because we're yeah. not going. Also, to. part part of uh, what Arlene said: poet winner of Pulitzer Prize, 1950, and poet laureate of Illinois. It, yep, right um, here. Yeah. This is also an interesting thing about um, gender. For- about gender, we know a lot about. We know a lot of men. We don't know that many. 19, women. Ni- up so to that's another. That's another. Well, comparatively, know a lot about, about but yeah. in the realm of like what's taught in history, we still don't know that many yeah, men either. But yeah, but Arlene here has sought out right uh, women historical and uh, and I'm assuming I'm I'm hoping that you just didn't run a list of. Oh, it's a long list. Notable plug works. into Google. If anybody's checking for us, we we naming books. Uh, uh, a street in Bronzeville. Annie Allen and Winnie are notable works if you want For to Gwendolyn Brooks. Look Gwendolyn up Gwendolyn Brooks. Brooks and I'm saving that too. And she won the Pulitzer Prize in 1950. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, still somewhat of the modern Good era, uh, you know, a little bit we're getting Good we're numbers. going we further get two, back. We get time. two knocked off of that. Okay, so two. So that's one, two, three, four, six. five. Oh for five, make it oh for six because you lose six. two. Yeah, you get two for um, oh for six. Hallie Quinn Brown. No. Not even gonna front. Um, here's the description. <laughs> We're getting killed Educator. Over here. These sound like good Southern women. <laughs> good, yeah. great Southern women. Has there ever been a bad Hallie? I don't think so. <laughs> hey, uh, Hallie Quinn Brown. She just sounds like a good Southern We're getting woman. getting killed over here. Yeah, no, good. The description here says educator, lecturer, club woman. She reformer. died at 100 years old. Shout out yeah. Haley. Quinn yeah, Brown, being born she, in 1849 and living 100 years off of D-grade collard green pot liquor. Down, yeah, D-grade handed down vegetables and meat. You lived right. 100 years. People in the Harlem Renaissance can live to 40, and you lived 100 years in 1849. Yeah. You, I'm sorry. If okay. she had a really good like diet, she would have lived to 130 at least. Yeah. If she had Mr. Church cooking for her, them jeans are yeah. strong. Yeah, them jeans yeah. are strong. So Hallie Quinn, I don't know what a club woman is. Um, does she own a club, maybe? Uh, educator, club lecturer, woman? club woman, reformer. Maybe she just like being a club. She was dean of Allen University in Columbia, oh South Carolina. God. We're getting killed here. So we're 0 for 7. Uh, principal oh, of Tus- Tuskegee Institute. Principal of Tuskegee. Principal of Tuskegee hmm. Institute in Alabama under Booker T. Washington. Oh, God. We All are right. getting murdered. Give us, two, right. give us negative two for that one, too. <laughs> oh, so what are we, over at? <laughs> over eight. eight. God, we are... I feel so bad. Can stop? <laughs> it's a long list. We're gonna have God to speed it up. But damn. Okay. shit. Marjorie Lee Brown. A good again. That's Brown with an E at the end of Brown. Marjor- Marjorie Marjorie Black woman. Lee Brown. Okay, after this one, we're just gonna start saying the names and we'll give you the yes or no. It's gonna be a lot of no's. I can tell you right There's now. There's a couple of yeses coming. I Marjorie know. was noted mathematics educator. She of was she one was. of the first Af- African American women to receive a doctorate in mathematics. Of course yep. she did. Mathematician. From Howard University. Oh, so, so she's a local in University of Michigan. Of okay. course. Born in Dorm, North Carolina. Okay. Of course. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so what are you over nine now? Is it? Oh, Abby's on. <laughs> ah, this oh, is for rough, nine. Man. The next one. 
Nanny Helen Burroughs. No. Nanny? N-A-N-N-I-E. Nanny Helen Burroughs. No. You're, you're killing us here. Yo, right? it's crazy, too, because Google, these are, like, I, t- I typed in Nanny, and it was like, do you mean Nanny Helen Burroughs? <laughs> we know. How you not know? <laughs> well, Google knows you're black. Yeah. So if Nan- I did nanny, it would, it would just be like, do you, you need a nanny? You're going to buy a nanny? You need a, an au pair? African American educator, religious leader, Growing, growing up here in D.C., this is, should have been a part of, uh, you have to take a class throughout high Texas. school of, of D.C. history. We took Virginia history. We, we, we had to take D.C. I've taken D.C. history multiple times. Yeah. Uh, nanny Helen Burroughs was an African American educator, orator, uh, orator, orator, orator yeah. uh, religious leader, civil rights activist, feminist, and businesswoman in the United States, and she died in Washington D.C. in 1961. How how are schools not going? Hey guys, yeah, here's one. So here's, here's what you learned one. though when you learned D.C. history. You learned uh, the French guy who designed the city, probably. Yep. Uh, what did, uh, Pierre Pierre L'Enfant. L'Enfant. and then you were Marion Barry. Marion Barry. Nope. No. That's uh, elementary school. Once we got to junior high, high school, it was no more Marion Barry. It was more, uh, it was Pierre Lafont. It was why they moved the White House. Uh, oh. It was this place is a swamp. The White House getting burned down, 1812. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All yeah. of that shit. All the shit. Yeah, we all learned that. That's just... Okay, so right now it's like 0 for 9. There's a little bit of softball coming, a couple actually. Oh, Skip geez. the softballs. Uh, no, no, we got to get some points on the board. <laughs> <laughs> we're, batting less than, we're batting less than 225 right now. <laughs> Uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yes. Yeah, Shirley Chisholm. Politician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ran okay, for president. So one for nine. <laughs> um, the next one, I, I don't know about this one. Bessie Coleman. Bessie Coleman, no. Shit. Bessie Coleman is an <laughs> yeah, aviator. Like, Bessie, Bessie, she was an aviator. Aviator, yeah. Uh, she flew so for the wax? I don't know. That's, I feel like somebody talked about Bessie Coleman before. Women's Air Corps? She flew for the wax? Uh, she died in 26. She was born in 1892. The, the picture is her and her fucking oh. headgear. Well, she was an aviator back when before there were planes. Oh no, it was the aviators where you had to put the glug, the goggles yeah. on because the she cockpit was, was exposed. Because it was all just out. She was on fir- the first plane. <laughs> okay. She died young. Was first it in a plane crash? I don't know. I'm going to check. First plane. Atlanta, Texas. Bessie Coleman. She di- she was born in uh, 92 and died at 34. 1892. She, she died in a crash. So um, she died in 26, 1926? Yeah. Must have been a plane crash. Or yeah, forced, diet. Forced landing. Okay. In a poorly made, worn out plane. Yeah. All right, so that's Bessie Coleman. The next, the next one, because we're like one for 10 now. I don't, I've yeah. lost count. The next one really uh, it stresses the importance of branding. Angela Davis. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, listen, listen, if you don't know I Angela Davis. If Hallie mm-hmm. Quinn Brown had a big afro, we don't, we don't maybe do people would have remembered her more. No, no. No, we don't fuck with that. Yeah, hey, we know who Angela Davis is. Yeah. Angela Davis, radical black activist, educator, yeah. philosopher. We know Angela Davis. Okay, so there's, uh, there's another there's two, two for ten. Two for ten. <laughs> uh, the next one, Ruby D. Three for ten. Yeah, three for ten. Three for ten. We're on a roll. Uh, the next one. Sojourner Truth. Four oh, for yeah. ten. Sojourner Truth. We got Sojourner Truth. Four for okay. ten. Okay, okay we're ten. coming back. Um, Henriette Delisle. D e l i l l e. Four for eleven. God damn it, Henriette. And all these names sound like strong ass dads. Just a mix of strong ass dads and strong ass moms. Named after named after daddy. For Henriette, it's founded religious order. Delil or D e l i l l e. Close to Delisle. Delil, Delil, founded religious order. 
Shit. Oh, Jesus. What is that an organization allow? called the Religious Order? Uh, um, what is What's her first name? <laughs> venerable. Well, Henriette. Venerable is her title. Oh. She was a Creole nun. Well, no wonder I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I that's know, a whole other world. That's where's this? She run the Roman Catholic Order of the Sisters of the Holy Family. I would know nothing about this. She was in a New nun. Orleans, and I don't even feel bad about not knowing about. I this. Say, I, don't I know. just looked at her title and was like, "That's her first name." I'm yeah, <laughs> and I'm she's down. definitely Creole. Little, oh yeah, she light skin, French Creole color. Yeah. Now the next name we might have to throw out. It's Angela Davis, but it might be a different Angela Davis because this one says famous for her activities as a, a communist campaigner. I guess it's a, the it. first one says radical black activist, educator, philosopher. I think you might have used Angela Davis twice. Yeah, that's the same Angela Davis. Yeah. So that's not going to count. Uh, the next one, Alice Dunbar Nelson. Hmm. <laughs> I know. Give, I know. Give, give a, I know a Dunbar because of Paul Dunbar, the writer, but. Alice Ruth Moore Dunbar Nelson was an American poet, journalist, political activist among the first generation born free in the South after the Civil War. She was one of a prominent African uh, American, one of the prominent African Americans involved in the artistic flourishing of the Harlem Renaissance. How was she not <laughs> in a book you're reading? <laughs> And Langston Hughes had beef with a lot of people. <laughs> he was beefing. <laughs> now, but he, see, he gives see you family or siblings. He gives you family or siblings. Yeah, huh? Family or siblings or anything like that. Uh, first husband was Paul Lawrence Dunbar. That's how I know him. Oh, <laughs> that's what I say. Paul Dunbar. Him I know. Paul Lawrence Dunbar, American poet, <laughs> poet, novelist, writer, novelist. Yeah. Late nineteenth and twentieth century, born. Oh in man, Ohio. I feel bad. I he know him, but I didn't know his wife. She, yeah. she just he's she just as poor man. His parents. He's from D.C. You should know about Paul. Paul they Dunbar. Don't, they don't. <laughs> He's they from don't. DC. They either either they don't know. They don't, <laughs> they don't show. <laughs> yeah, Paul Dunbar. I do know. Yeah. The next name on the list. I don't know what we're like four for twelve now. I don't even remember. But uh, Marion Wright Edelman. That sounds familiar. That name sounds very familiar. Marion Edelman. Or maybe I'm thinking. Does she catch passes from? From Tom, Brady? from Tom Brady? No. Now? We need like a five second buzzer. She uh, is uh, still alive. Marion Wright Edelman is returner. an American activist for the rights of children. She has been an advocate for disadvantaged Americans for her entire professional career. She is the president and founder of Children's Disease. I bet you I've heard her speak. Is she still alive? Because I bet you I've heard her alive. speak. Yeah. And that's why her name is. She's helping is, you raise a daughter. Is in my head. Yeah, I probably heard her alive. speak, and I didn't didn't register on Lawyer, educator, activist, reformer, children's advocate, administrator. Yeah. The next one uh, is, uh, the name is just Elizabeth slash Old Elizabeth. That's the whole name. Old Elizabeth? Yeah. Oh, there's no possible way. <laughs> old Mike B? Where's she, digging, oh. where's she digging that one up from? Where did she get? Uh, Elizabeth. The queen? Preacher, emancipated slave, autobiographer. Shit. Um, Merle okay. Evers. Um Snedgar uh, so, Evers' mother. Activist. Okay, so that's a plus. That's a win. <laughs> Memoir of Old Elizabeth is a I'm color, right, right. <laughs> it's just as activist, yeah. but I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, be sure first, before because I could be fucking that yeah. up. Merle. Merle. M-Y-R-L-I-E. Look up Merle Edgar. He's still on Old Elizabeth. She was born a slave in Maryland. That's that's the other thing. They teach you that uh, when D.C. was like, hey, hey, the president live here. We can't have slaves. Maryland was like, he don't live here. <laughs> right. We keep it. <laughs> right. Um, wh- who'd you say? Merle Evers. M-Y-R-L-I-E. I'm relatively sure that's Meg Evers' mother. 
Mm-hmm. He became an, he later became an. Merle Louise Evers Williams is American civil rights activist and journalist who she's way too young. Yeah. Who worked for over three decades to seek justice for the murder uh, of her civil rights activist husband. Meg husband. Evers. Husband. Okay. okay. All right. I was the, in the, the wife of Medgar Evers. Okay. Yes, yeah. I was in the ballpark. Um, the next one, Jesse Redmond Fawcett. F a u s e t. Super familiar. Mm-hmm. Jesse Redmond Fawcett, poet, Harlem Renaissance figure. That's so possibly, possibly a shout out in the book. Maybe that might be why it sounds familiar to you. All right, next one, Althea Gibson. Oh, that's, come on, that's a good one. Yeah, what are you trying? <laughs> Give us a challenge here, Arlene. <laughs> You're crushing us, and then you yeah. throw us a softball. <laughs> uh, Angelina Weld Grimke. Five fourteen. No. Angelina Weld Grimke, G R I M K E. Do the next one. Is a writer, Charlotte Fortin Grimke. That's her sister? No. I don't know. There's an accent on the E on that Do one. the next one. Educator, writer, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. anti-slavery activist. She's also a club woman, Charlotte Grimke. Another one. Another club woman. Fannie Lou Hamer. Fannie Lou? Fannie Lou Hamer. I've heard that name. The, the last name is throwing me. H-A-M-E-R. Fannie Lou Hamer. Activist, sharecropper. Oh, Jesus. It's good that they put Ooh, activist first. tough. Uh, Lorraine Hansberry. But, I mean, come... The, <laughs> no, every activist excuse, every act okay, no, the, no the women you don't hear about the women the women that's the man point. that's the point of all this you don't no, hear no. about the women I, we're getting I, crushed and we, we I would call us woke <laughs> yeah I would say we're woke all three of us we're this, woke it, uh, there is that, that, that is, there's an injustice yeah we're woke yeah, but if this was like a, a Facebook how woke, woke are you quiz oh, we do. like well, a BuzzFeed I mean, but this the crazy woke. the crazy part about it two people were named and you were immediately was like I know the man in her life yeah yeah but I don't know them. Yeah. How woke are you in terms of ladies? Yeah, take this BuzzFeed quiz. Guys, guys. Guys, I'm let's so Let's be woke. feminists. Yeah. The next one, um, Lil Hardin. Not a rapper. Not a modern day rapper. That not is, a, not you, that, that kind is, of Lil. That is Josh James, Harden's mom. To Josh Harden. L-I-L-H-A-R-D-I-N. Jazz musician, Lil Hardin. Uh, jazz pianist. Composer, arranger, singer, band leader, yes. second wife of Louis Armstrong. I should know with this whom one. Whom she collaborated on many records so, in the 1920s. I should know this yeah. one. So another one is just like we know the man. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know Lil Yachty. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a feminine. I can't have Lil no Uzi. Wife. <laughs> uh, Francis Ellen Watkins Harper. No, no. Writer, abolitionist. I like how many should knock off four for that one because we yeah. don't know any of them. <laughs> uh, well, we failed a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Anna Arnold Hedgeman. Oh, no. Educator, <laughs> civil rights activist, politician, government office holder, writer. Shit. Dorothy oh. Height. No. <laughs> activist, performer, organizer. The next one, Sally Hemings. Uh, of course. Um, slave, likely mistress of Thomas Jefferson and mother of several of his children. Billy Holiday. All right. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're good Thank on you. that one. You're good. We're good on that one. Good. Thanks Are we throwing, at six? We have six. Thanks for us a bone. That's six right there. We thanks might be at six, but our percentage is really low. Yeah. Uh, Ariel Williams Holloway. Oh, man. Musician, pianist, educator, poet. Uh, bell Hooks. All yes. right. Uh, writer, Hooks, theologian, writer. philosopher. Writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lena Horne. Yes. All right. We're on a roll. Singer, actress. Eight. We're at eight. Ida B. Wells. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ida B. Wells. Nine. Journalist, civil rights activist back in the late 1800s. Uh, I don't know about this one. Zora Neale Hurston. That's uh, the girl that's I was a, just talking about. That's a hard one. Who, uh, no, it's no, not. I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm joking. I was just talking about that. We're at 10 now. She got a stroke. She died really young. Writer, folklore. She is the one who was beefing with, with uh, Langston Hughes. Oh, Zora Neale. Okay, right. She's the one who, right, right. who was Eatonville. Yeah. Um, Mae Jemison. 
Yes. Um, first black woman in outer space. Astronaut, yes. Astronaut. Okay. 11. And physician. Georgia Douglas Johnson. No. Poet, Harlem Renaissance figure. Gordon, we got three more. Uh, Barbara Jordan. Oh, she wasn't. Yeah. Yes. Barbara Jordan. Um, activist. That's wrong. Politician. And politician. Yeah. I don't know Barbara Jordan. And you, you do. You just don't know you do. I'm looking. Hold on. Hold on. Before you go to the next one, let me look at Barbara Jordan. You do. I say you do. You just don't know you do. Look at her face. You know her. Barbara Jordan. Lord. Uh, it's not ringing a bell right Jordan? now. Not ringing a bell right now. Uh, the next one, Florence Kennedy. Oh God, what is she? She John F. Kennedy's <laughs> black uncle, that black aunt they never talk about. <laughs> F L O R Y N C E. Florence Kennedy. Lawyer, activist. No. And then the last one, uh, a softball. Jackie Joyner, Kersey. Yeah. So yeah. we got about ten. Ten. That's a long list, though. I think we got about ten we out of the list. Failed real bad. We didn't count Michelle Obama either. And we didn't count her because I was a softball. <laughs> we got about right. ten. Yeah. I would have had less. That's but interesting that you put uh, she put Jackie Joyner Kirsten, but she didn't put Wilma Rudolph. So there's one for you, Arlene. I think you don't know who Wilma Rudolph is. She might have cut and pasted some of this. <laughs> I don't um, know who Wilma Rudolph There's like 35. You don't know who Wilma Rudolph is? You motherfucker. So. There's like 35 names on this <laughs> list. <laughs> before Jackie Joyner Kirsten, before Florence, before Flojo, it was Wilma Rudolph. She was one of the uh, Lady Tiger Bells. Hmm. So, oh yeah, she doesn't fit the what you call it. She no. doesn't fit the. No. She was giving us all activists and no. yeah, and there's a couple athletes on there. But she threw the she threw the yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Althea Gibson. Well, Althea Gibson. Um, we'll put Althea Gibson at the same time. So thanks for the email, Arlene. Thanks for making us feel like it's we really don't know us feel anything. like hell. Yeah, so we that's, that's fine. That's cool. Oh, damn also, fine. just send more. Just email me n- names directly. Just people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a follow up. What's our time, Andy? We're at one hour and one minute. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, We'll do the next email on the next yeah, one. Yeah, we'll just we'll do uh, the next email, which we'll talk about on <clears throat> Thursday, is Monique. Um, Monique Love. She sent us an email this morning. Uh, should I this week? Should I just put both emails up, both podcasts up on Monday, since the the world's going to end on Tuesday? No, <laughs> fucking world should, will be. It's going to be over. Happy over. Election Day. Yeah, world's going to be over. I don't know if you. I don't know if maybe you guys would want to hear. Thursday's episode before the world ends. Yeah, oh shit. Or maybe it's a bonus. The world doesn't end. You're like, oh Courtney cool. Courtney and I were, oh, and and I were talking stuff. about it. Uh, we were t- we were having discussions off mic about how this is, this is. They're not the same. They're not the same. People. Clinton and Trump. They're they're not even. Beyond playing the same game, politics, same sports, it's not even remotely. What the fuck is that? Just dancing. I watch dance videos. You're so easily distracted. Yeah. <laughs> I caught my eye. It's not the same. It's not even remotely the same. I'm really I'm really disheartened by what by what I've been seeing leading up to this. Just disheartened. Guy was walking around the church walking around the gym the other day with a shirt on that said uh, uh Hillary Clinton killed my friends. Like, what does that mean? She's an assassin now. Oh, she definitely getting my whole. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some of those like the Hillary Clinton body count memes, like yeah. all these people who mysteriously died, yeah, because of Hillary Clinton. Right. And then there was one that I, I found hilarious. This guy uh, posted this meme that was something like, something like that. You know, like all the mm-hmm. stuff she's done. And it was Hillary Clinton will stop at nothing to get elected. I'm like, well, what happened in 08? Yeah, well, <laughs> she lost. Yeah, she, did she yeah. kill the wrong guy? Yeah, why did she like, kill, start to get the killing? She didn't do enough that time. I guess. Yeah, well, she's supposed to stop at nothing though. Like you know, did she did did some 
electrician named Barry Obama go missing? Like, did they kill the wrong one? They killed the wrong Obama. Killed the wrong Obama. How does she? If you're saying she stops at nothing, including killing people, you have to reconcile that with her losing the 08 right. race. Flat out losing it. But like some of those, like she's got this body count, and she'll do anything to get elected. Well, no, because she would have won eight yeah. years ago. If Why doesn't she murk, murk, murk some people up? Yeah. <laughs> if, she's, if she's doing all this, that's her. That's her mo, right? You got to say the name of the person right before, like uh, like mafia style. Hillary Clinton says hello. <laughs> Fishwire. <laughs> Why isn't this happening? It's just it's the darkness of, of all this is proven darkness. to me. It's pretty good. All this is proven to me is as how. Um, acceptable racism is to America. It should prove it to everybody else, but Amer- but America doesn't want to say it. I don't it. know no black people. What I need to worry about racism yeah. for? Exactly. So just to I prove also how don't know accept- anyone how acceptable um, racism is. And the one black guy I do know likes like doesn't agrees with me. Right. Ben Carson. <laughs> you know, I'm worried f- about foreign policy. That's what affects me. I don't care about your, your black skin. Yeah, <laughs> Hillary killed here. my friends. Though is that like is that a Benghazi reference? I assume is it was it Benghazi. A... He looked kind of militaristic. Okay, I, look, we which look, is another stupid thing. We look weak to these other countries, and of it's course. not because we don't get along with the people we live next door to. It's because you know we're being bullied. If we're being bullied by you know, that's yeah, what, that's what that's what you vote vote okay. Trump. Is that yeah. why you vote Trump? Vote Trump. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Trump is like it's the message. You hear is this like, shit every day in your office. Don't I you? do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> The message is that a lot of it is that like that swinging dick John Wayne thing, like toughen up, stiff but upper lip, people, take over. People were like, uh, he is sexually assaulting women. He's saying he these is. terrible things. He's doing this. He's racist. He's this. He's that. He's this. Oh, so you mean he's the character uh, in every hardcore Western movie that everyone wants to be? Yeah. yeah. So you you can't just have him do. He's doing it like if you if you if you repeat the things he says and then just go yeah woo <laughs> pew pew. It doesn't sound bad. It just yeah. sounds like he's firing up these yeah. exact people. And the, but they're living that fantasy. They want to be yeah. the guy who kicks open the saloon doors. I say I say what I want. Spits I on do, the floor. Yeah, I do yeah. what I want. Grabs the girl, plants a kiss on her. Right, and the girl just takes it. Walks up to the bar and then push. Yeah, pushes her off. He he says something to the guy at the bar, yeah. which he just happens to be black in this scenario. Yeah. And yeah. then he shoots him after the fight, and then he sits yeah. down and goes, "Give me a whiskey and a dirty glass." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then that, all the other guys. So that's who, a very uh, very uh, deep. Graphic, yeah. uh, meaningful analogy, and, that, and that's and, and so it's just like, how can people still vote for him because he is John Wayne? Yeah. Well, that's he, even even when George W. Bush was doing the post nine eleven, the the tough talk is what grabbed people. The mm-hmm. we're gonna smoke them out of their smoke holes. them out, smoke them out of their holes, uh, and uh, any country harboring terrorists or we're gonna attack them too you see how good that Giuliani was talking that shit and that's what people kind of needed to hear back then see how good that worked out for us didn't it work out well but it's still that John Wayne shit it's still that fantasy yeah it's the fantasy of the it guy. Sure that like, great. Remember everybody. Remember everybody who uh, was riled up by smoking out of the hole, checking the yeah. newspaper, and seeing yeah. their sons and daughters on the newspaper mm-hmm. every every morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Checking it. Checking it. Who died overseas? Checking it. Who <laughs> died? That who died? That that uh, uh what's the movie? Uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. That fucking body count that just rolling. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Body count that just rolling. The Marine Corps Times. You wake up every day. Get in Marine Corps Times. You just check the front. Like, oh man, it's a lot of faces. Yeah. And some of them are familiar. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's fun. It's good times. Yeah. Good times. But that's out. part of that. The make America make America great again is part of that romantic fantasy of 
the John Wayne shit. And a lot of when people look back, I mean, there's been studies done on this. When people look back, you romanticize your childhood. You know, like it was things were fun. You didn't have responsibilities in life. So when people say, I want to go back to how it was, you want to go back to being like, 10 years old yeah. and, and bills. the world that you just play it's playtime everything's right. play and there's no Everything responsibilities was so much better was it really if you're I know a child, people that it wasn't good for that yeah, if, you're, if you're a child uh, though even yeah. a young a young white child <laughs> even children <laughs> in negative circumstances young white child. what children this, who grew you, up in negative circumstances will sometimes look back and say I had the greatest childhood but it's, it's because just, it's because it, no but it's because you were shown you were it's a I don't care what your race is. If you were in a low-income situation, you might have had parents who try to make you feel like you weren't in a low-income situation. Right. But you saw shit that you weren't supposed to see. Yeah. yeah. But your but your life had less responsibility. Yeah. And Nobody so wants to go back. when people look back, back they're like, no. man, That's those were the good black. old days. Black people don't. Black Nobody people don't look back. Like we, I talk in the about, past and think, I want to go there. I've been talking about this recently. Like mm. even when I was a, when I, my elementary school, first of all, my elementary school has been torn down and yeah. it's, there's nothing there now. <laughs> there was a there was a beauty shop slash barber shop across the street, and I would go get my hair cut from there. And my mom would go in and get her hair done. And one day it was just like, are we going to see? Uh, Mr. Tony over at the barbershop and she was just like Tony did yeah uh, somebody he was cutting <laughs> Tony, someone's hair Tony someone did. came in to shoot the dude that was uh, getting his hair cut accidentally hit him he's no longer a living so we don't go there anymore and I'm just like alright <laughs> I guess I'm growing my hair out yeah no, I guess yeah. I gotta find a new book like there's yeah. no reason a child like I'm I'm yeah. I'm a, a preteen like right. Tony did yeah like yeah. I'm processing a, a, a violent death like yeah. man that's right. that's, that's Sucks for Mr. Tony. She could have said she could have told you he moved. Yeah, no, That's I don't think black people don't you know, do. He, he went, yeah, he went upstate. Yeah. Although they probably should, black people probably should do that with their children, but they have this thing of we're gonna make them hard. It, the world, hard. but the world's hard. So oh, you, they're gonna they're gonna know that. I don't agree. know. There's a lot of things that I don't agree with. I, oh, black there's a, have there's, done. A, there's a lot of. First of all, like, there's no there's no outlets. Shit. There's no processing. There's no there's no dealing with. Come. I do. There's a. I do. Joke, I love it right now. There's a joke I'm doing about black people not taking anti-anxiety medication, even though we need it. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah, I do that joke about going to therapy. Yeah. So you, black we, people don't. Black people don't want it. It's just. We it's don't just, have, that's not one of an option for us. Black people don't. We do a lot of. We do a lot of things wrong that we we are praised for. And I'm like, that's not right. We shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> have you all really looked at this thing we're doing? Do you think there's it's some right? gyms? There's I beat my kids. Do you really? You think that's a good idea? <laughs> that's a good idea. Work for me. Work for me. Did it? Are you sure? I mean, you, don't you, look could happy. Be, you could be Chris Carter and you can cry on TV like. <laughs> but that also is part of romanticizing your right. childhood. I got beat. It was and great. I got through it. Yeah. You know, like people will do that. My memories of my childhood, I think most of them in my mind take place on sunny, warm days. Mm-hmm. Probably not the case in reality, but just the fun Shit. times I had. It's like, I'm like, and whenever I think about it, I'm like, oh, was, in my head, that was a sunny day. It was because in my mind, I'm romanticizing that. Yeah, in the meantime, but people was, romanticize negative shit that happens. Gray to them too. and rainy all I the say, time. I remember the first time I got caught playing with fire. I yeah. don't remember what the day was, but I remember yeah. it. <laughs> I got my ass whooped. Well, there was a, a smoke cloud above your house afterwards. <laughs> but people will do. People will romanticize getting beat. 
and yeah. say, yeah, that was that was that was great for and me. And I was better for it. It made no, me better. So that's part of it, it too. Make you you'll, you'll, it's, it's Stockholm syndrome. You'll swallow you were, you that were just, shit. Yeah, it you were you. you were drinking the Kool Aid. They told yeah. you you're better for it. And you're and like, you yeah, agreed. no, I grew yeah. up to be a doctor. But yeah. you were gonna do that regardless. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna anyway. Yeah, you were gonna do that anyway. You were gonna do that regardless. That beating didn't help lead you down the path of doctor, but it kept me out of jail. There's a lot of people in jail. I'm sure all of them got beat. And then they show they show these slave they show the slave movies and it's like like you watch and it's just like he gets beat and he's stronger well yeah. that's where it comes from though all this you beating comes from lickings. slavery you take those lickings and you get stronger so you're gonna you, do you're you, gonna do something that the slave master taught you to do and you're birth just of keep a birth of a nation it. you take those lickings and you get stronger yeah well then the people then grow up and look at the world today and say you know what the problem is yeah you're not, not getting beat kids. Yeah. because my dad never beat me my dad never he would talk to me all night long, and I'm just like, hit me, please. <laughs> All right, wrap it up, B. <laughs> you ain't, you don't want to just hit me, just one, just one time. He would talk to you like, like man to man, like, like, like not even, not even teaching like, lessons. Yeah, like he, That's it would just be, like, I'm, I'm gonna talk to you like a grown ass man, and I'm just like, just hit me. But <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, something would come up, and I'd be like, I ain't trusting that because in one of those three hour talks I got, yeah, I learned not to trust yeah. that, and that's why. Courtney goes to dominatrixes twice a week. Yeah, to get hit. He just he step used to get nuts. hit. Step on my balls. Just step, step on, on my nuts. balls. Make Some me people go to panties. therapy. They're like, just talk to me. Courtney goes to dominatrix. Like, just fucking hit me. Make, me. make me smell your panties. Just hit me, please. Step on me. Hit Harder. me again, please. Harder. Yes, ma'am. More, please. <laughs> All right, I feel better now. Thank you. This is this is a good this is a good hour. Thank you. Good Skipping session. down the street afterwards. That was good great. Session. That was Woo. great. Yeah, yeah. Feel a lot better now. Yeah, people, that's where all these people, we need to be back in the 50s. Yeah, it was because it was a great time for who exactly? White men. That's it. Also, there's a thing amongst white women that somebody pointed out. And uh, I've always said that religious religious white people will capitulate to the Donald Trumps of the world anyway because they Not feel like they feel that <laughs> religious white people I just met I just went to this evangelicals okay never mind all right <laughs> different different religions you know, they're willing to because they feel like the man should be the head part of that feeling like the man should be the head is uh safety oh this gender role shit protect me John Wayne that he's going to protect me, and I'm. You would dan- I have to you do whatever's necessary to allow him to protect yeah. me. Yeah, you they'll make- say they're not, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, you just push comes to shove. Yes, you he's would damn. You would. Da- I, I, this shit is crazy to me. You're 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 in distress because he's make he's keeping you from doing. Well, all these women that are coming out, all these women that are coming out and saying, you know, he's grabbing on this. He's pushing. A lot of women are saying, well, they should just be tougher. It should just be tougher. Deal with because it. Because in their world, yeah. it's well, you just deal with it because this right. is this is what's supposed to happen. Again, you just swallow deal with it, it down. Because I have to, I have to just take this you because be tougher. he's because only doing it because these he men fe- keep me he safe. Feels so like I'm going to allow them to do. Like yeah, exactly. I'm bigger. I'm better, better than, than you. you. I'm stronger he's than you. Praying I deserve. On. Yeah, I, you deserve to let me do this. He doesn't do it, but they but they go along with it. You're welcome. He doesn't do it to. Most predators don't do it too no. tough. He picks women people. like that. But people th- that they can compromise, like like if you run a pageant and this is a woman's dream to be in this pageant, now you can. You need me. Yeah. yeah. You so what you gonna that. do? You gonna say something? Because yeah. you need me. But no, I was saying, if you're powerful and they don't have power, when you know, when everyone was getting like uh, what should we call it? Who uh uh what's his name? Um, shit. Bill Cosby? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the 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 people some people were getting like sexual harassment allegations in in the government. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the 
the people would come out and the women would be not the person you thought he would try to sexually harass. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, I can't believe, like, just this old lady, he's just, like, grabbing on this old lady butt. Yeah. And then you're just like, you don't understand the logic. Like, he thinks he's better than her. Right. And he thinks that she's in a situation where it's just like, you ain't gonna say no. Yeah. yeah. Who, say who else doing this? Yeah, who you gonna say Like, it's, gonna say yeah, so it's not even, it's, it's even worse than just sexual. It's like him automatically establishing in his head, mm-hmm. no one else wants you. Yeah. And this will be like mm-hmm. you are the weak, and I'm preying on right, you. Right, that yeah. is crazy. But then, it's, but then women go along with it. A lot of them because they let themselves be you conditioned. Supposed to, you're into, supposed to just this is the deal I have to make to get where I need to be. You're supposed to just shoulder that this dude thinks you're the worst. Yeah, and no one else wants to touch. That's you. what they expect from black people. Uh, That's the whole thing of stop and frisk. Uh, well, people who look like you commit crimes, so we're doing this to keep you I safe. Had this, I had this idea. I had this idea because of a story. The way a story is. The way a story is set up. Uh, like I can tell you, the last three crimes that were committed in Astoria were by uh an old Greek dude who committed a hate crime against an Arab dude who mm. owned a store. Hmm. Um, oh, I heard that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a a young, not young, but like a youngish drunk white dude robbed an old man outside a, of a coffee stand. <laughs> And the third one was someone got stabbed outside of a nightclub on the side of town uh, where they have all those hookah bars and stuff. And there's this weird deal. The police, because of the Muslim community, doesn't police like they should because they're they, culturally. Yeah, that little business. couple blocks is all like uh, yeah. Arab people. Middle yeah, East yeah, people. yeah. And it's just yeah. like the cops are just like, ah, we're going to try, but. Um, mm-hmm. so those are the Rather last three crimes. community outreach. Yeah, but those are those are the last three crimes. But yet I'm walking down my street and someone's like, hmm, huh. yeah, right. You don't, sir. Hey man, sir, I should, sir, sir. I should be. What, what are you afraid of? Yeah, you, you just you're just gonna roll man, some fear. That, dark skin, man. Beard because dark skin, they're not glasses. just thinking. They're not thinking the last three crimes. They're thinking every crime they've ever heard in their head. Exactly, but that's yeah. what. But that's what I'm saying. In like, their head, every crime that the, you've ever heard in your head thing. that you've seen. But what is your local community like? What is what? It, what? It, what is the the immediate surrounding? Your immediate surrounding is just like, all right, well, shit, I sh- I'm fine. That yeah. that's Chicago. Like, it's not saying that the to. Yeah, but it could come here. We have to keep them out because if we let them in, like this 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 shortish buff guy with a beard and glasses, even though he's dressed like Carlton, still he might do something. <laughs> You know? I, no, I, I saw it on TV once. I saw it on TV, and we can't we can't allow them to establish a foothold here because if we do, <laughs> oh, a Greek guy just shot somebody. Fuck that! Listen, we can't allow yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. Greek guy to committed be here. hate crime. <laughs> yeah, and the whole neighborhood was just like neighborhood outreach. Everybody hanging pictures and shit. The news came. Yeah. Well, he was a he was a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. He was a lone Greek wolf. I remember that. That's Ted, all. No, they're not. Ted Ted put a thing up. He said he used to he'd go there all the time. That that guy shop. Yeah, that's uh, like the shop. Everybody goes to that one. He, because he's nice as shit. He's a nice guy. Yeah. What I did he, he do? Was what was the crime? He just he came and he beat him up. He put oh, okay. hands on him. Yeah, uh, I thought he was being. You know, you know, people are too friendly when they're afraid of you. Like yeah. you're just like trying to figure out what your what your motives are. Yeah. And I, on a late night, I walked in. I was hanging out with a friend who lives across the street, and I walked in, and I was just like grabbing club sodas. And he was being super nice. And I'm just like, that's weird, but whatever. I'll make you feel comfortable. Let's conversate. Let's converse. And I bring the club sodas back, and I was like, damn, I should have got a cookie. And I went back, 
And then we just got into this weird conversation about nothing. And I was like, oh, this dude genuinely just likes talking to people in the middle yeah. of the fucking night. Right. And yeah. I was like, he's a pretty nice dude. Lonely. And then like months later, this I read about it and I was like, that ain't the same one, is it? And then I went by and everyone was hanging all the pictures in the shop mm-hmm. window. And I was like, damn, they beat up that dude. He was a real nice dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the but all the ones he saw on TV weren't nice. Nope. <sighs> the ones he sees in his mind when he closes his eyes at night. Who punches a dude after he's just like, "Hey, what's up, man? How are a you?" A Donald Trump <laughs> supporter. Who? Hey, you, you doing good? You looking good? All right. You want a sandwich? You good? <laughs> yeah. I don't like how friendly you are. <laughs> I don't like how friendly you are. You trying to take over the country? A Donald Trump supporter. Well, uh, we should probably wrap this one up. We're at hour yeah, nineteen. Let's wrap this so the one. election is tomorrow. It, well. Yeah. This goes up Monday, so the election is tomorrow. Go vote for Hillary Clinton. Um, predictions? Predictions for... I don't make a prediction. Post... I mean, post-election crazy... Uh, prediction? Cars yeah. being flipped over. Pain. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Bust you up. <laughs> Go for, for it. it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all these people are like... Going threatening to go to polls and be poll watchers. Yeah, well, you'll know if that happened anywhere near me because I'm going to be on the news. So just, if you just see me take on the some news, video of it. It happened. How about no? Don't get on. Take some video and make it a three G O exclusive, <laughs> exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> so like the next like Monday next yeah. week, we'll have your exclusive yeah. uh, confrontation with a poll watcher. Yeah, I'll give you a poll to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, right here. Hey, I got I got your poll right here. The our neighborhood is pretty, is pretty tame. I don't know that we would have much here in this neighborhood. Mm. But I'm sure there are going to be stories. Mm. I don't trust mm. nobody. There are going to be stories. Well, I, I voted at that school around the corner uh, yeah. when I was here. Mm. Oh, you had some issues? <laughs> no, it, no, it's just it, when I, when you walk in, it's just like, oh, so it's just me? Oh, yeah. oh okay, cool. <laughs> if you pick the right time. I went in, four years ago, I went in, it was like in and out. There was a few people in there. But I went in like in the three o'clock hour before yeah. people most people got off work and it was like smooth sailing. There was nothing weird going on outside. Uh, no one's holding up signs. No one's doing it. Everyone's just like hanging out. I'm registered in New York now, so I'm going to try to figure out if I'm going to go Brooklyn or where I work at or if they're going to make me do it in Astoria. You going to go vote with your coworkers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give them shit all the time. They're all Trump supporters? Every last one of them. Law enforcement, man. He, he Every last one of them. Law they, enforcement loves them. Black, white, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to control these animals. So they, they bought in all the way. Got to control They're these animals. Um, they looking at uh, security, military, and law enforcement. Got to control these and animals. And he's saying, he said, he literally is like, hey, look, if we have a problem, we're going to throw police force at it. And they're like, yeah, okay. Because they want to mix it up and get yeah. in there. And- okay, you got to think about it like this. Regardless of race, law enforcement officers don't talk about uh, shootings the way we do. Yeah, we're just like it's an injustice. They didn't. He he was unarmed. He was unarmed. They call it good shoot, bad shoot. It's black and white. Good yeah. shoot, bad shoot. Uh, regardless of who got shot, was it a good shoot? Was it a bad shoot? And a lot of them, they're just like, uh, it's a good shoot. What are you doing? Yeah. That situation? It's about uh ninety eight percent good shoots as far as they're concerned. Yeah, yeah, mostly good shoots. Good. I just had the in discussion about the good cut back. Good cut shoot. Yesterday with my like uh, like Minnesota, the way he approached the car, bad shoot. Yeah. Uh, the 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 woman who shot the dude what is in Seattle, uh, when he was at the the rear of his car at the trunk, mm-hmm. bad shoot. Yeah. The rest of them, yeah, all pretty of good, them. pretty good shoots. <laughs> good shoot, good shot shoots. the guy in the back, South good Carolina. Shoot. That's good shoot, <laughs> good shoot. Uh, what Why happened was, now? A oh, good shoot. Why was he running? You good know. shoot. The guy laying on the ground with the autistic kid. Good shoot. Good shoot. No, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't say. We didn't. 
didn't say anything about those. They, but yeah, it's hard we, to justify that one. That's a, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but there's ways. It <laughs> was it was just like they you we they will tactically walk you through what's supposed to happen, what should happen, and where you are, and then tell you whether it's a good shoot or a bad shoot. It's the interesting. Who, uh, it's interesting conversation, but you're, it's going to fuck you up if you weren't well because they got to rationalize. Strong. The yeah. guy who was shot in the back, running away from the cop, that's about to go on go on trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slager was that was that a yeah, bad with shoot? His, with mm-hmm. his that's 11, a bad shoot. With his eleven, okay. he's going to get one off. Of those, but it's one of those. It's one of those closing distance where they're going to try to say you don't know what he's doing when he's running, so right. he can turn around in split second. Right, he's he's going to get off. Yeah, and or he split, can run into a neighborhood and, and injure people. So yeah, no, no, no. It's not no. even about injuring. It's not even about injuring other people. It's about co- it's about cop safety. It's when you fire. It's it's a, it's about he could have turned around and they yeah, tell you could have. And they show you, we've gone through walkthroughs, like how fast it, you can just yeah. turn around. Well, this video's on YouTube. The of guy's going to get off. I mean, I've seen those too. 11 white, 11 white jurors, he's going to get off. If you go on YouTube, you can see videos of oh, like peers. dash cams. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Dash cams where that happens, where it's a seemingly innocuous traffic stop and the guy just pulls out a gun and shoots a cop. So I, you can always say, well, this happens. This has been known to happen. So <clears throat> even that guy cop, running even away. cop deaths are way, way down. Uh, right. There was just another one. The, but that guy's running by, away. Shot by a white guy. Gun, and he, was he? Yeah, the, the, white guy. The cops in, was it... Uh, like Iowa or some shit. You know, they tried to, yeah. They they, they talked about the they talked cops. about the ambush, but they left that they left that they left that out because yeah. it it for you don't know when because I I put a thing I put a thing up on, I put a thing up on Twitter. I said, how many of you when you first heard the story pictured a black guy in your head? It was a terrible it was a terrible ambush. He shot a cop, left that cop there to right. trap the other cops, and then when they came, ambushed them in the car. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's gross. Yeah, white. That's white guy shit. Shit. <laughs> that ain't no impulsive shit. That's planned. Shit. <laughs> you know? Shots fired. They came for shots fired, mm-hmm. saw an officer down, and then got ambushed. Yeah. Ambush it. Let's wrap this up on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, happy election day, everybody. Happy election day. Go vote. Hopefully we'll be here on Thursday. Don't waste your fucking vote either on this fucking... Third party bullshit. Gary Johnson's fucking fun. stupid. Gary He's Johnson's an idiot. No, fun. no, no, no. Fucking stupid. Right in, right in Michelle Obama. Fucking right in idiot. Michelle Obama. I've been telling not everybody to write. Not in enough of us are going to do that. So don't do that either. Don't waste any votes. Not enough of us are going to do that. I don't think you can even write people in. They don't fucking, honor that. Be a fucking adult. We can't write people in. Be a. Don't be. Nah, I don't. I. There's probably that you can, but don't be a child about it. Not be a fucking state. adult. The world is looking at the abyss. Yeah, it'll just be fun though. It'll just be fun. <laughs> let's let's vote in Jesse Ventura. Now you got Jesse Ventura as your fucking. How'd that work out for you, you idiots? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. All right, people. Come on back on Thursday. We'll be here for you guys. Hopefully, the world will still be standing and turning. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, there will be um, access hopefully. to internet and podcasts on Thursday. We can only, we can only hope. We'll uh, look at Monique's email on Thursday. Donald yeah. Trump is Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much. Give me your social stuff, Courtney. Big C Comedy on Twitter, Big C or forward slash Big C Comedy on Facebook, and BigCComedy.com is the website. Check me out. I actually got some shit coming up. So uh, come to the website if you are in the New York area or if you're going to be in D.C., Virginia. I'll be back next week for uh, a veteran show Friday night at the D.C. Improv. Should be a good time. November 11th. November 11th. All veteran comedians. All veteran comedians. All black dudes. Listen to why we didn't go to college first. Yeah. (laughs) There's no white veteran comics in D.C. No, Uh, because... We had a discussion about this. They got options. So it's you. It's Tim Miller. Yeah. Haywood Turnham C. Haywood. Sarone Russell. Sarone Russell. 
Chris Allen is hosting. Chris Allen is hosting. And, is and he's it? active duty. He's active duty? Chris Allen's active Mark, duty. Is Brown a part of yeah. that too? No. No, Marcus wasn't in the military, was he? No. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, that's a great lineup. In the lounge at yeah. the DC Improv November 11th. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, I don't know if there are any... Vet- now, there are a couple of veteran white comics I can think we'll, of we'll off the top of my head. Yeah. We had no, a discussion. Think of some. We had a discussion. Yeah. All right, people. Uh, come on back. I have some shows. I'll talk about them on Thursday. I have some upcoming shows myself. Uh, CD recording for me. I have two things. The Lounge at the Improv on November 12th, the next night, I am opening for Brian McDaniel. And then you can see the CD recording at the Green Room at the Draft House, mm-hmm. December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. You have to come because if you don't, there's no crowd and the CD will be terrible. There you go. So so come. Come one of those nights, please. Please? Yes. Please. please. Won't you come? <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. We are, we're going to bounce out. We'll see you guys on Thursday. God willing. I'm uh, Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Courtney Farrington just stepped away to use the bathroom, but he says uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And we have three guys on, and we are out. Yeah.